0: The world's gone crazy, and we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip.
1: This station presents Real American Douchebags.
2: Real American Douchebags.
1: Today, we salute you, Mr. Lightweight New Year's Eve drinker. Mr.
3: Lightweight New Year's Eve drinker.
1: Should old acquaintance be forgot? Well, this New Year's one thing you shouldn't forget is that you don't drink. But every year, you do forget.
4: You're why it's called Amateur Night.
1: Two beers and you can barely walk. Pathetic. So at midnight when the champagne is popping and the couples are kissing, you might notice one man snoring. A man whose year ended two hours earlier. That passed out party goer is Mr. Lightweight New Year's Eve drinker. A real American douchebag. Mr.
5: Lightweight New Year's Eve drinker.
1: You have a hangover? Well, that's because you can't hang. (laughs) Over. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
4: Uh, they left out uh, the, th- the thing that gets me uh, rocking. Uh, I had a kombucha this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man, I could barely stand. Okay. <laughs> Lightweight. All right. uh, here's another New Year's Eve themed product.
2: Since Christmas ended, I got that not so festive feeling again.
1: If Christmas Eve isn't enough to help you feel fresh during the holidays, you may want to try Extra Strength New Year's Eve.
5: Now, instead of smelling like someone left the shrimp cocktail out too long, with New Year's oh. Eve, I always have that festive feeling downtown where the ball drops all year long. And I can't wait for my boyfriend to pop the cork.
1: (laughs) New Year's Eve,
4: now available in vinegar and champagne. (laughs) That's pretty crass. I like that one. (laughs) That's that's so woke, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) I haven't haven't heard a (laughs) good... I haven't heard a good douche fake commercial in a long time. It's
1: awesome. From the sensitive New Age folks at the Comedy Network, yes. Uh, On the show
4: tonight, we have lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, Zip did something I have never seen him do and never thought he would ever do. Uh, We also have our attorney friend, Sean Alexander. By request, several listeners said you should have Sean on again. He's real smart. And you know that says a lot about us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh also uh is it time right. for covid mandates again uh one of the dumbest things about us in the usa uh also um this omicron thing i'll get a brief update because I, I think i talked about it too much uh last time but i'll give you the latest mm-hmm. and um why we participate in in frequent flyer plans and rewards programs, and why they work, I want to talk a little bit about that. But first, let's start with uh, Zip. Just did something that uh, I swear to God, uh, it shocked me. Zip, can you guess what it is? I cannot. I have no clue. Oh, you'll Not know my... as soon as I tell you. I mean, this is. All right. I mean, it, it's almost as if you like went out and bought a fifth of Doers and chugged it. But you didn't do that. Is that shocking no.
0: to me? Oh, were you talking to Rick Davis? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, no. Did you do that? No. Okay. No,
4: I, think it <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, uh, what you speaking. made a post on Facebook today.
0: Oh, no. yes, I did. You responded yeah, I've to. Before. I, I shouldn't
4: say you made a post. You responded to one of my Facebook posts. And there it was, Zip Zip Fell posting on Facebook. <laughs> I did worry that maybe <laughs> you were drunk. Talking
0: about the squirrels attacking your yes. bird feeder, yes. of all things. Really highbrow Well,
4: I, so this morning Lisa says, look, 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 the squirrel. It, 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 we've been fighting the uh, bird feeder squirrel wars, which is a common thing. Oh, yeah. For quite a while. And uh, so Lisa, you know, she tries these things. Um, first she hung up little uh, cut-off plastic water bottles uh, dangling so the squirrel couldn't just climb down the string. Right. And that didn't work. The squirrel seemed to be able to get to the bird feeder. They're ingenious. And so then she put, we had a plastic party tray, you know, from those big party trays you would get at a, a superstore like Costco. Mm-hmm. So we just, we had the plastic party tray, and she put that <laughs> over the bird feeder so there's no way the squirrel could get to the bird feeder without falling off the party tray, right? <laughs> and uh, anyway, I've been watching the drama of this for several weeks um, <laughs> because, you know, when you want to feed birds, squirrels become varmints. <laughs> That's true. They mean, everything. It'd be easier to just call it a squirrel feeder, wouldn't it? <laughs>
1: There are some that are allegedly squirrel proof. So
4: anyway, so this morning she calls me over and she says, "Uh, look at this. I I don't know how he's doing it. And I went over to the couch. By the way, the cat was already there. The cat sits on top of the couch and looks out the window at the birds and the squirrels. The -hmm. birds are like porn for the cat. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> <laughs> he wants to fuck them up. Yeah, <laughs> great analogy, Bob. Genius. <laughs> so, but the squirrel is a whole other thing, and and so because I don't know if the cat would attack. Cat can never catch a squirrel. But but anyway, I look out, and the cat's sitting there with that. If there wasn't a window, and I wasn't a house cat, I'd be in attack mode. And the squirrel had somehow gotten over the side of the big plastic Costco tray, was hanging by his toenails, <laughs> literally. Because the Costco tray has some, like, and it's not from Costco, it's from some store around here. We don't have Costco. Right. But the squirrel had somehow gotten his nails in two holes in that thing so he could hang over the side... Hmm. and do like squirrel yoga and he, and he had uh, was crawling to the uh, you know the feeder portion of the bird feeder and he was shaking it and he was eating and then he'd go down to the ground and get the ones he missed and come back up and the cat was sitting there like you know cats do like and the cat I, I, so i said i'm gonna make a video for facebook and I come up behind the cat, and so it's you and the cat both looking at the squirrel. and We zoom in on the squirrel. And then I pan back to the cat's tail. You know how when cats are happy, their little tail does this little swishy thing. Twitches. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You might as well play the stripper music theme song for that. <laughs> <laughs> David Rose. So, and, 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 and so David I thought, Rose. oh, that's cute. I'll bet people will like that on Facebook. But it never occurred to me in my wildest dreams that I would ensnare Facebook denier Zip Zip Fell. (laughs) (laughs) That he would think it was so cute that he would have to, you know, and and what did you say about the squirrels that um, they... um, I said...
0: They'll soon be wearing a hard hat and tool belt, and I'm sure they've unionized. Yes.
3: By now. <laughs> Taking over your bird feeders.
4: Uh, anyway, that's funny. And I think the thing has like you know 500 views. Uh, who knows? Um, and and sh- by the way, Sean Alexander is joining us tonight on the program from Orcas Island in the state of Washington. Sean, are you there?
2: I am here. Did you see the squirrel thing? No, I did not. Oh. We, we have squirrels. <laughs> And at night, then they their their friendly cousins, the rats, come out. The
1: rat, great.
2: Yeah, it, it, my brother told me this that rats are extremely attracted to bird feces because they know there's something to eat.
4: Okay. Yeah.
2: So, that's the next fun part. after So squirrels. the
4: difference between the squirrel and a rat is really just the tail, right? It's a PR campaign. <laughs> yeah, it's, PR it's a campaign. PR campaign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, right, well, welcome, Sean. So uh, <laughs> so uh, we have Zip in uh, Massachusetts. We have Ed in Detroit, Bob in Vermont, and Sean Alexander from Orcas Island in Washington. Uh, by the way, there's a show on Netflix called Made. Have any of you heard of it? Yes. Yes. It's getting incredible reviews. I think the critics give it 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the audiences are close to like 87%, 88%. And so my wife and I started watching it. And um, it takes place in your country, uh, your area, Sean. <laughs> takes place in the Pacific Northwest. It's technically supposed to take place in Port Townsend. Uh, but due to uh, Canada's aggressive... Like so many movies that are supposed to be in the mm-hmm. Seattle area, they're shot in Vancouver. Yeah. You know that, of uh, right? course. <laughs> and I, I guess it's you know they get film breaks, tax breaks. I don't know how it, it works. Subsidized by Can- yeah. uh Film Canada, yeah. is it? Yeah, and yeah, it, so time. it's supposed to be like the Port Townsend ferry, but it's the Twasan ferry. Yeah. Swanson, you guys, that how you say it? spell. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to get off on this show too much. I'm giving it a quick recommend because that's what we do with Netflix shows. It's a, a heartwarming story, heart, a scary story, actually a little depressing and heartwarming, about a young woman in a—she's um, experiencing domestic uh, violence. Although The guy doesn't hit her. He, he's abusive, and um, she leaves in the middle of the night with her three-year-old daughter. And she deals with all of the things that one has to deal with, broke, alone, with someone mm. to care for. Uh, and, and to add that, to add insult to injury, she has to use the Washington State Ferry System, making it even worse. <laughs> oh, only it's the Canadian fairies. Um, so she becomes a maid, uh, and they give her a ferry pass for that so she doesn't have to pay, which doesn't exist, right, Sean?
2: Well, you, you buy a book of tickets is how that works.
4: Yeah, and they play hard and fast with the truth in their show, as you'll see. So they just give her this, like, thing to hang in her car that lets her ride the ferries for free.
2: Yeah, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't but, work that no. way.
4: Well, if you're from the Pacific Northwest, you're going to watch this show, and you're just going to call BS on, on a whole bunch of things.
2: Anyway. Uh, I did watch a couple of episodes of it. Oh, you did? My wife and I did. Yeah. You did not
4: get to episode
2: five, no. So you no, we... got to episode two. Okay, your wife would like it. She does. Oh, good. Is she watch?
4: <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm retired. I can. She afford... doesn't
2: know how to run the remote though, so we, we okay. watch what I watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, I see. Wow, keep her down. Wow. Yeah, uh, with well, Lisa, no, she... I I watch all the chick flicks because you know she enjoys it and I enjoy her company, but. Okay. Uh, anyway, you did not get to episode five. I, if you've watched it at all, I recommend episode five.
2: Well, watch the whole thing. It's just a matter of timing.
4: Okay. Well, I don't want to spoil... Uh, spoiler alert. In episode five, I won't give you too much of it, but the maid is called to clean out a house of a famous criminal whose mother has just died. And he was called Barefoot Billy, this criminal. Oh. Uh-oh. oh Oh,
2: no. Yes.
4: They basically <laughs> stole the whole Colton Harris Moore thing, and they nice. called him Barefoot Billy. <laughs> and I won't tell you what happens, but literally literally the entire Barefoot Bandit story without airplanes. No oh. mention of airplanes. Hmm. For our Pacific Northwest listeners. And it's a good chick flick. Teach your wife okay. how to use the remote control, Sean, for God's sake.
2: I, I, I've always offered to teach her. She just does not want to know. That's because she likes you in the control seat with the control, maybe. She, she gets requests. We'll watch whatever she wants when she asks for something.
4: Right, right. Oh. Huh. All right. Let's get to the show, shall we? Yes. Uh, Sean and I talked earlier today uh, and, and listeners of the old Bob River show in Seattle know uh, that Sean is an environmental uh, specialist as an attorney, uh, but uh, I didn't know until he mentioned it today that he also studied economics. Was that like a minor for you, Sean?
2: No, well, it, it was a requirement um, on several levels, and i not that I found it interesting, but I thought it would be useful.
4: <laughs> well... It has been useful because you've had a lot of insight that uh, I've gleaned off of you and that not a lot of people would have, especially about how this pandemic is going. So when I asked Sean what he wanted to talk about today, he said, um, what did you say?
2: Economic pressure. Economic pressure. And that's why the films are filmed in Canada.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's one reason.
2: Um, (laughs) That's how it works. Uh, Sean, when we talked at the very
4: beginning of the pandemic, I think was the first time you were on the podcast. You said some things that at the time seemed really outrageous. You said, this is going to change everything. You said, it's going to last longer than you think. And one of the biggest things that's going to occur is disruption of supply chains. Now, I believe... It was fully a year later before the the, the phrase supply ch- you know supply chains even got into the news lexicon, right? I mean, it, 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 it took a while, maybe longer than I, I mean. We knew back then that everyone was stocking up on as much toilet paper as they could get, but yeah, uh, but now with massive inflation and you know, I mean, it still feels like this is America, and we have plenty to eat and plenty of shit to buy. But uh, tell me what's going
2: on I'm not sure I know what's going on but what I what I know is how things work and we balance our society on a very narrow fulcrum of we have enough and we don't have enough it's kind of like a teeter-totter we're going up and down and that center of that fulcrum is um, For lack of a better word, our environment. It's where we live, how we produce our energy, how we get our food all together. This is, this is our environment. And when that changes and that standard moves a little bit mm-hmm. and it doesn't take very much, everything gets off balance. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about a small uh, an ecosystem or you're talking about a society or a bank balance. It, it, it needs to balance in some respects. When you put new pressure on one side of that teeter-totter or the other, you're going to get a new equilibrium. And that equilibrium is not going to be um, in favor of everybody that it was in favor of before. There's going to be changes. Mm. And those can hit you, you know, good, and it can be great for you, or it can be really bad. Now, the reason I said that before is because I knew that a lot of Um, industry uses, um, just in time shipping and just, they, they get just enough there. Once you disrupt that, it's, it's, well, it's really bad. It's like a ripple effect and it goes backwards up the stream. Um, and, and we're in the, the shipping's problems. We're in the supply problems. Um, when we, we're going to shift on our demand is going to shift. People are going to say, Hey, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go there. I, I demand you provide some kind of internet solutions. We talked a little bit about this this morning today, uh, but th- there becomes a, a huge amount of economic pressure on that. And so that can be applied and that's that teeter totter rocking the r- one way or the other. And you'll find this happens in economic systems and in biological systems. Um, and in, in a hydraulic system, it just, you have to balance. And mm. so when this started and I looked at the, the, just the bare numbers of people that were going to die, and it's not, not, it didn't, it was way worse than it turned than what I was thinking, but I was looking at If we have a hundred employees and we're going to lose 14 of them to sickness or death, mm. um, we got to hire 14 new people. We're going to have to pay those people more because everybody else is higher and their are their 14% or whatever that number was. And so I could see a problem there. And that economic pressure now is resulting in changes on uh, pricing for labor, pricing for uh, housing. Yeah, you're, you're seeing some changes, And there's a lot of economic pressure pushing things around right now.
4: Yeah. And, and so if I understand it, the way we used to work is... We could all the manufacturers, all of the large companies that made shit or services knew sort of exactly how much they had to make when to stay just ahead of demand. And then they all competed with each other, so it kept prices down. And uh but as soon as there isn't enough of something, I think lumber was one of the first things. Ironically, we've mm-hmm. all got shitloads of toilet paper. Um, <laughs> Just the proper amount, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. But uh, <laughs> Well said, Bob. But as soon as, you know, all of a sudden there wasn't any lumber, um, then the price skyrocketed by hundreds of percent. And, and interestingly, the other thing that's skyrocketing is uh, wages because uh, we yes. lost a lot of people. We're going to end up losing a million people. At some point during this next year, mm. it's going to be a total of so a million, which is ironic because, um, and and I, I don't want to be political with this because it isn't about politics, it doesn't matter who's in office. You certainly don't want to say the sky is falling, no matter who you are, right? And we've normalized that loss now, we've normalized you know, up to 1500 people a day could die in this thing, and it's just like, well, yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, But wear your mask and, uh, you know, but with less people to do jobs, the price has to go up. The pressure, the The economic economic pressure. pressure, Yes. So uh, um, so now in the last four or five days, there's been thousands and thousands of airline flights canceled, not because the planes aren't working. Some of it's weather, but mainly because people have to call in sick and isolate with Omicron or, or Delta and if you don't have staff you can't fly airplanes we have regulations about that and you can't you know, <laughs> deputize the, the cool you, flight attendant who took a few flight lessons
2: you can't do ferries either what about ferries
4: did some of them no, get
2: canceled? It, yeah tons of them canceled Wow hundreds of sailings have canceled because yeah. of the same reason the staff mm-hmm. uh, they, they don't have the staffing they barely had enough when things were good Right. You know, the well, because days. they had
4: just in time the right number of people, right?
2: Exactly. And then a lot of the older guys retired, the new people uh-huh. are inexperienced. Um, there's, and there's a lot of people who, you know, have issues with COVID. And that's just a fact of life now. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Now, one of the Important. other things is as things shut down for a while, of course, you got like when you have a traffic jam and a bunch of people bottleneck in one spot when the traffic you know with the accident is cleared the traffic just doesn't doesn't automatically start moving it snakes and it goes in waves with rolling slow slowdowns right is that the same thing that's happening to uh, well
2: it's it's that and there's accidents in the backup um, <laughs> more accidents
4: keep happening yeah
2: <laughs> yeah because things keep ramming into each other because they're they're not properly controlled because they never had to be before there was always enough space at in the shipyards for all the containers that were coming in, or at least it was close. Now it's not even close. Um, Does this change how we
4: think about globalism too? Because uh, one of the things that's happened is a lot of devices are delayed because of of, uh, minerals and metals and things that have to be mined all over the world and countries that control these natural resources. Did they just wake up in this pandemic and realize they have like monopoly power that they weren't using before is that is that a danger that's going to keep you know what i mean that they've got us by the nads now and they're going to keep squeezing even when the pandemic is wouldn't
2: but wouldn't you i would if you found (laughs) a bunch of gold in your backyard i think zip would answer
4: for that would i would i squeeze if i could get more money
2: (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah it's economic pressure yeah and so yes it's going to happen Uh, So, and that's, and you said this, by
4: the way, you said this the first few weeks of the pandemic. You said this is going to change everything and it's going to last a long time. And, and, and so the after effects of this, just by what people learned by the changing things, means that whatever worked for them or enabled them to put more pressure and get more for themselves, they're going to, like, they're not going to just stay in a, we have to compete hard and have to keep our prices low. They're going to always use this pressure until we get back to real competition again. Fair?
2: Yeah, and or until they're regulated. Uh, that's, and that's normal. That's what you would expect with a business. Okay. Um, but, but the effects are much farther reaching than that. Hmm. Because, um, like, I have some little, I guess they're my nephews or my cousins, and those little kids... Have been wearing masks now for you know a, a big part of their little lives. Right, they're used to it. They're going to live that way. They, um, it's going to change. This, you know things we didn't have to live with. They are normal for them.
4: Keith told me masks that t- today. By the way, he said that that uh, your granddaughters uh, now say, "Give me my mask." They like they want the mask. That's wow.
2: That's the the. That's so. It's going to change our society. It's going to change how we work. I mean, I'm. How do we make adults think that way?
4: (laughs) We can't make adults. Adults don't like to learn. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. No.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's much harder to do that with adults. And and the way to do it again, economic pressure. Hmm. If it costs you money, you're going to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's just that's just my opinion.
4: Um, And is economic pressure why we didn't have to have a? government mask mandate because companies just to, for their own insurance purposes covered their ass by saying you have to like like the broadcast company we work for we all three work part time for one basically right. said no
2: vaccine no jobby and and you know what I, that's that wasn't a requirement of the government that was private enterprise looking out for itself sure and, uh, and we're all and, for
4: freedom and, of private enterprise to do whatever it wants, right, Zip? Amen. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> I, I am up until a point, and there are you know, and I, and I occasionally uh, litigate against private enterprise, but generally not. It's not what I do. But this changed my life. I don't. I used to have to get in a boat. None of the court houses are on my island, so no matter where I'm going, I'm getting in a boat and I'm going somewhere else. I don't have to do that anymore. I mean, it's a big change for me.
4: You mean you're, you're the Zoom lawyer?
2: I have to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it is so much easier.
4: But, uh, you know, <laughs> that has a ripple effect. That puts economic pressure on the place that always ha- got to fix your boat when you couldn't fix it yourself. Or the place That's that right. sold the, you parts,
2: yeah. The yeah. guys I bought gas from. Yeah.
4: It's yeah. dominoes, yeah.
2: Exactly, it's a big change. Um, you know now I'm sitting on a whole bunch of cars I don't even drive anymore <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> my wife said we have ten cars you got to get rid of some of them do you have like, ten oh. cars really yeah I really do How did you get are 10? They? I'm
4: cu-
1: I'm curious I'd love to know what they are well
2: um, if that's like, too invasive you know no no it's yeah. not invasive no. at all uh, for one of the odd ones is a car my brother bought for $50 yeah. and fix it up to use on Orcas. On, uh, we call it an island car.
4: Okay. And an I said, island car are... because no matter where it breaks down, you're only 20 miles from a service station. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's,
2: it's so totally uncool, no one would drive it anywhere else.
4: Nah. Okay. And it's
2: like a, an 85 diesel Escort. It's a little, oh, little compact car.
4: That'll run forever, though. A diesel engine it, never it, never but, quits, right?
2: Right. It still runs. Do I want to drive it? No. <laughs> I got it from my brother, and I kind of told him. He would always be able to drive it, and I would always be here if he ever wanted to come use it. So, so it's a pack, yeah. 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 So and then I gave my daughter when she turned 16 a Jeep, yeah. a Jeep that that I had for years, and and I uh, said I'll help you work on it. You learn about cars.
1: A CJ, um, a Cherokee, a station. What, what what kind of Jeep?
2: A Jeepster Commando. Okay, got it. Okay. And it, and then I, it had PTO inch on the front, and I put yeah, one on the R-T-C-O. back, mm-hmm. and it had big mm-hmm. wheels and. She hated it, so, it's, <laughs> so it stays at your house. So, do you also it, have fifteen or twenty puppies and
4: kittens as well? No, no, no. no I, it sounds I, like you're I a home have for have where, way worse
2: things. <laughs> and I only have one boat too, right? I used to have a few boats. Now yeah, I just got true. one boat, so I'm feeling better about that. Okay, but okay. and then, but anyway, so since I live on an island and I do business a lot on the mainland, I have to keep vehicles over there. So I have right. to have something I can go to Costco in and right, something right. I can go meet clients. Uh, but all that has ended. So those callers all migrated back here. Uh, wow. Mm. But you anyway. don't commute anymore. Exactly. Right?
4: Yeah. So they're all useless. To- Is it a net benefit to you, <laughs> this whole Zoom uh, world?
2: Uh, yes and no. Yes, in my time and the stress in my body. and But no, I don't get my adrenaline rush like I used to. It's yeah. just not as scary number one in the boat on a rough day and number two in front of a bad judge or a judge who's mad at you it's not near as bad when they're on a little screen as (laughs) as when you're in the courtroom
4: (laughs) (laughs) never happened to me um (laughs) hold on everybody let's chew on that for a second uh zip and ed i i wonder if you feel this too um one of the things i miss about work and, and it doesn't come up often is that sense of stress and fear and deadlines and, oh, I screwed it up, oh, i got to fix it, all of that stuff. Is that part of what makes life worth living? Uh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can live without it. How about you, Zach? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Worry has always been a part of my life. And that it's type of, yeah. yeah thoughtless worry I mean it's it's like a muscle memory worry when you
4: work regular hours to me you know what I mean it's it's a built-in thing but I and and lately I've had a little bit of worry about a couple of things and I've tried a few things I'm not good at which is something I sort of you know trying uh, things that I'm afraid of that's why I I took flight lessons and learned how to fly and um I don't know I had this feeling that Wow, there's something good about being scared. It's a motivator. Uh, uh, I,
2: I too feel that way. I feel that I need that pressure. Mm. Um I, I, I have an extremely low heart rate almost all the time. And it takes a lot to get me going. I really have to like run up a hill or just you know, but I do enjoy the challenge. Mm. And it's I for me it's a it's an adrenaline rush I get
4: okay so here uh let's round this out a little bit with what you see for the future sean uh it's still going to be a while isn't it no matter what happens with the pandemic.
2: that's right um i've i had one trial that we've had to schedule uh, we had set for this summer and the court clerk couldn't tell us whether we'd be in zoom trial or, or in person so both other side both the other side of myself we agreed to put it off And uh, we still don't know when we're going to have an in-person jury trial Uh, and both sides really want that. Mm. And so I'm looking at, there's a lot of big changes that are happening to our society and it's going to shake out and it'll take, mm, I don't know, how long did it take them to get over the uh, pandemic in 1918 Um, and how many times did it restart after that? I don't know. Medical stuff, I eh, I don't like blood, so I don't really Mm. focus on that too much.
4: So um where's your 401k money? <laughs> where do
2: you have it? <laughs> uh, it's it's where it always was and it's uh you know kind of really conservatively yeah. invested but, but where I spend my effort and my time is things that make me happy and things that make it so that it's easier for me to deal with life. Um things like instead of a I I, I'm, I was working on a geothermal heat system for the house. It's huh. pretty basic, but it's easy for me. That's where my money is—is is on doing things for myself. All right.
4: You're a, a geothermal heat system, which you will dig yourself, right?
2: Um, I have ponds, so I can just put the coils in the ponds, and then a oh. small solar panel to run the pump up to the heat exchanger at the house. By the
4: way, uh, just because Ed and Zip don't know you as well. If I was on a boat on a three-hour tour and it was going to get shipwrecked on an island with Ginger and Marianne and <laughs> He's the billionaire professor. and his wife, Sean, yeah. <laughs> Sean is the professor, yeah. That's Sha- okay. Sean would make a radio that would work better than the professor yeah. did. But he can't patch that damn boat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'd fix the boat, actually. That's right. Sean would just get us home.
2: I've, yeah. I've had lots and lots of boats, and I really like doing. I mean, that's one of. The, I've always told people I just kind of practice law for gas money, <laughs> <laughs> so like to run my boat. Yeah. Wow,
4: <laughs> yeah. Sean! I really need you out here to help me with maple syrup this year. Can you come out?
2: Maybe, but I, I really, I left the property for the first time in like two weeks. Today just to right. go check my mail in town. I don't. Are go you? Are you anymore. not
4: leaving the property because immunocompromisation or? or... Yeah,
2: I, I. just am not interested in getting sick. Okay. It's not on my. I. I, I don't want to be sick. I don't. Well want I'm to extremely experience.
1: interested in becoming very violently ill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's just. It's just not on my agenda for today. And <sighs> they, they say if I can stay home. And you know what? I can. I figured yeah, that. Yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, nice while ledger. we were talking, when when right when you f- I first started talking, the food delivery guy, the Schwanz truck, pulled in and he put bags of food outside. I could see him in my surveillance camera. You're,
4: you're Seattle area, so you basically got every high tech internet service of it. So you order ready made meals.
2: Uh, yeah, there's a company that has that sells frozen food by the truck, yeah. and they've done it for years. Schwans and I like those guys. Um, and so that's one of the things I that's I buy that food for us. I just tell her, you know, pick it up whatever you want and try not to make it too unhealthy and we'll be good. The Schwans, Norman. The (laughs) Schwans. That's right, but they're coming. They have ice cream, they have the best ice cream.
4: Hmm. Wow. Sean Alexander, ladies and gentlemen. Sean, thank you very much
2: oh my pleasure i wish you had some specific legal questions
4: for me for oh uh, ah, but i wish you were around back when i was a drug addict and a dealer Yeah, well i've got, <laughs> I a, I've got a quick one <laughs> all right okay. and,
1: uh these nfts um where intellectual property is concerned can you make an nft from something that somebody else owns or from public domain and not be yes. litigated against you can
2: yes
1: all okay. right that saved me some all money right, could you
4: tell me what nft <laughs> but, stands for
2: non-fungible token. Oh, oh.
4: So, all right, hold on a second. Something
2: that's completely unique.
4: Yeah, so is this, uh, for our audience, who I'm assuming some of them might, most of them are smarter than me, but some of them might not know this either. So is this like where you take a famous painting like the Mona Lisa and you sell it, like shares in it and non-whatever tokens and people feel like they own a part? Like, didn't they do this with the... Bill of Rights or the Declaration of Independence or something that I read okay. about?
2: From, from what I understand, and I'm certainly not an expert in this area.
1: And we don't um, have to get deep into the weeds on it. Just, uh, we you
2: know. don't have to get deep in the weeds, but, but you could take something that, say, for instance, my wife is an artist and she makes art. If okay. she takes a digital picture of that, then she can sell that digital picture okay. to somebody else.
1: And not only that, but continue to, each time it's sold, if she builds the code right, be uh, paid a fee each time it's resold.
2: Precisely. Oh.
4: Yeah. But wait a minute, if it's a digital picture, can't you just make a copy of it and steal
2: it? Yes, you can. But it is, if somebody owns it, it's theirs. Oh, um, so
4: you can't use it, right? Because if you try to use pictures on the internet, you get shut down unless they're public domain. I got it
2: there. It takes it out of public domain. Well, it, it allows you to sell something. And okay. and it's an interesting concept. Um, I told her, I said, let's take a bunch of pictures and sell some of your artwork because since the pandemic, there have been no art shows. <laughs> and we, She wow. doesn't, it should take her art to shows and, and people come and buy it. Um, that's, that's over.
4: <laughs> so is this like the, the, uh, blockchaining of it is. other it's things besides just bitcoin,
2: right? Yes. It, it not as much blockchain, but think of um iTunes and okay. your or you know or Pandora. But you're selling your music to somebody and then they can do something with it and you get paid each time they do. Okay. Wow. Okay. And and, it, and it, non-fungible just means you can't reproduce it and a token just means it's a token like okay. a coin
4: one of a kind right. boy you know uh, uh, they lost me when they made um you know long distance plans confusing <laughs> 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 many years <Smoked>. ago I, <laughs> no it, i mean like stuff is either good or bad right and then it's going kind of like, well, they could look at it 18 different ways and they make it sort of hard to understand, so the herd will, you know, purchase what it thinks the rest of the herd wants. Is my feeling about all this? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah it's hard to it's grasp.
2: Just right? something that happens. You, you know, you don't have to like everything. You don't have to do everything. That's right.
4: I could sit I, sit in. I could put twelve cars in my yard.
2: Oh
3: <laughs> yeah, you could.
4: But, and he will be glad to send them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: if I could get, do. like,
2: a couple of days off, I could, you know, I could sell a couple of them. Right. It's just, I'm too lazy. That's mm. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, um, the Orcas hillbillies, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, and you, you don't have a <laughs> pond, you <laughs> put in
4: uh, actual real <laughs> ponds, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love you, my friend. Thank you very much.
2: You're welcome. It was great talking to you guys. I am Thanks. glad to hear Thanks. From you. Thanks,
4: Sean. And quick question, Go Sean. Good. I know you like to do this, and we used to do this live on the radio show all the time. If someone writes to us with a legal question, would you like to come on once in a while and answer it?
2: Absolutely. I'd be happy to do that.
4: All right. So just email show at BobandZip.com, and we've got a free lawyer here for you.
2: Yeah, I'll give you a shove in the right direction, even if yeah, you just shove in the right and remember,
4: direction. Remember, if it's free, you are the product. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. Thank you much.
2: You're welcome. Bye. Thank you, man. All right.
4: Love that guy. It's a Brilliant. Yeah. 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 Soft spoken, always wise words. Like mm-hmm. just about everything. And then the other thing about him is that he's peacefully uh happy without striving to overdo it. Like, uh, and and I don't talk a little bit out of school about I mean out of turn or without his permission, but I don't think he'd mind. A guy like him, being near Seattle, could have lived on the mainland and made. Ooh, do you know what lawyers make in Seattle? I'm guessing USD. <laughs> yes, <laughs> USD. <laughs> not one. Uh, let me put it this way: no. enough to not really worry about having a fifty dollar car. A lot of bot, yes. Yeah. I mean just ton I mean I know several lawyers that just millions and millions of dollars. And it's just yeah. you know, Seattle's the And the Paralegals, twenty six fifty an hour. I
5: ah, will <laughs> tell off. you what.
4: Yeah. With the economic pressure we're feeling right now, maybe they're mm-hmm. getting finally respected. Maybe. Yeah. But so, so okay. Omicron update. hmm I watch all these scientists so you don't have to.
1: No <laughs> you, you are trying to snow us. That's what you're trying to do. You think? You
4: you you dig in. You have a curious mind, my friend. Uh I won't argue with that. So um latest from Dr. John Campbell is basically this. And by the way, he thinks it's good that politicians are um are are going for more caution. By saying we don't know yet whether Omicron is going to be less deadly, because in truth we don't until we get in the rearview mirror three or four more weeks, and because right now we still have a lot of Delta variant out of there, we have a lot of people in the hospital in serious condition, and we have you know somewhere between twelve and fifteen hundred people a day dying. But so far, everywhere Omicron has taken over hospitalizations and serious illness and death go way down. Way then down. But why are all the ICUs full? Is it just because of the holiday? Well, one of the things that happens with uh, with the virus is that death lags by somewhere between three and six weeks. So, in other words, when someone gets sick, the the the, the croaking part... Can be weeks and weeks away. So where were we four or five weeks ago? In a Delta outbreak. And so it's the Delta outbreak that's still, you know, feeding that. I don't um, know. Is, is,
1: it, is it just me, or does it, would Death Lags make a terrible Nazareth tune?
3: Death <laughs> Lags, Death Lags.
4: <laughs> now you're messing with her. A, a son yes. of
3: a bitch, Death Lag.
4: Yeah, I don't know. It, it fits their brand. Yeah. Um, So, uh, in other words, and and here's the other thing. What's happening in Britain, and it's a fascinating chart that none of you will ever see because they won't put it on the evening news. What's happening is as Omicron takes over, it crowds out Delta. So the percentage of cases that are Delta gets smaller and smaller and smaller until there's almost no Delta left.
1: You're correct, Bob. I'm so glad you're watching me on the tube.
4: (laughs) Thank you. And uh, and when Delta's crowded out, then you'll, you know, three weeks after that, you'll know what the Omicron uh, rate is. Now, because Delta wasn't a big deal in South Africa when Omicron took over, those are the best uh, comparisons we have. When Delta's gone, let's hope you don't have flowers on. Oh, you're <laughs> on gone. I like that. Uh, so anyway, that's the brief. So the brief thing is that there's still... You know, light at the end of the tunnel that's not a train. Yeah, oncoming. And, and, and yet, because it's not proven, we still need to be as careful as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for me. I, you know, yeah. Sean did this whole thing about how he just doesn't want to get sick, so he's staying. And he lives in a... Seriously. The picture he painted was like the, you know, red, yeah, it's redneck a, it's with a, a pile, minimalist. Of yeah. pile of cars and stuff. <laughs> and, and he is a minimalist in some of those ways. But the view... It's a billionaire's view. You can't buy a view. Oh, it's a gorgeous beach. I'm mean, seriously, I'm. It's, it's a beautiful. That island is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the update. Basically, the the bubbling under good news, and I believe one reason that the stock market hasn't paid much attention to Omicron, except for mm-hmm. a few gyrations, is that Omicron could end the pandemic by being a mass immunization event uh, that doesn't act as deadly as previous variants. So, um, I, you know, I told that to you the first week that I heard it. Right. Uh, and it's still too soon for it to be the story in the United States. The story in the United States is really weird mixed messages. I mean, on the one hand, you got the sky is falling. On the right. other hand, you got the CDC gal going, yeah, just get on back to work so we can get our <laughs> flights out.
1: <laughs> well, I, I heard something I wanted to check in on, uh, with you on, Bob, and that was that. And it was just anecdotal, I didn't cite it. he didn't cite a source, but I'd heard that if you do get that fourth booster, that you're cheating your body out of the chance to
4: adapt. Who told you that? I'm trying to remember. I want to say oh. my friend Jeff. And my friend Jeff it doesn't tell me what school he went to. He didn't. He's, he's a oh. dumb <laughs> disc jockey like us. <laughs> uh, I don't want but to his, ask he, you about I think he politics. heard it from,
1: from his, posi- his physician. All right.
0: Can it's, I ask a relatively simple question? Sure. I don't know. Are you capable? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm plenty capable. Okay, go ahead. So back in the early days of the pandemic when they had makeshift morgues and bodies piling up in the street and a shortage of ventilators, yes, is any of that happening or is this not this particular round far less fatal and far less
4: So intense? interestingly, it's really hard. To get that information, there is no place for you to get that information in even close to real time. Uh, The closest I've seen is a graph about how what percentage of various um, critical care—what do they call it? Intensive care—is full in various uh, states, and it's a map that is, you know, different shades of color, and dark red means you know ninety, ninety percent, ninety-five percent full, and there are places where that happens. But nothing's been overloaded yet. Mm. In Florida. Yeah. Uh, After, uh, yes, Florida's mm-hmm. one of the places. Actually, up here uh, yeah. at yeah. Dartmouth-Hitchcock up near uh, Hanover, New Hampshire, they say it's the worst it's ever been there. So my neighborhood. Uh, here's a quick thing for you. If you Google fourth booster shot right now under news stories, yes, you get the New York Times. Israel may give fourth dose of COVID shot despite expert doubts. Uh, You get Dr. Fauci, Uh, New York Post. Dr. Fauci says fourth COVID vaccine shot conceivable for Omicron.
5: Bullshit. (laughs) I was was misquoted.
4: Oh, that's you, dude. You said that. No. Well, the New York Post, so maybe it is bullshit. I don't know. The
1: Post is the tabloid format. It's not
4: the full page. The New York Times also has a story that Israel is currently testing the effectiveness of a fourth vaccine dose. I think I misspoke. Uh, last week and said, if Israel's doing it, I'm doing it, because they're testing it right now. But you know what testing it means.
5: Yes, I make money and get more interviews. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that. And it means they're lining up volunteers to take a fourth dose. Yeah. And so in any science fiction movie like or Star Trek episode where everybody's about to die from some mysterious spore thing and Bones makes a... You know, a vaccine that might work or might kill you. I'm the Damn guy. Time it, v- Jim. I don't know if it'll work. Just take it in the arm. Yeah, or in the oh. arms. Thumb shopping that. Anyway, I'm the guy that volunteers because I got my fourth shot. Right. And I feel fine. Ish. Ish. Well, I don't know what fine is. Mm-hmm. The older I get, I don't feel fine anymore at all. <laughs> and I don't have time anymore. Yeah. Uh, so uh she's not uh, mine uh, anymore. And and by the way, every time Fauci has said something might happen, it's sort of like the test balloon for polling. Yeah. To see what people's reactions will be. Remember when um I believe he said a fourth dose or or Pfizer said a, f- a third dose they got slapped back by the CDC. Yes, premature, mm-hmm. premature. And then two weeks later, it was like,
2: "Hurry up, hurry up, get your nose."
4: <laughs> and what's with the pill? Where is the pill? Where are we with the pill? Uh, the pill vaccine? I have only heard a little bit about. I don't know if it's real yet. Okay. So, all right. You can say I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I heard a little bit about it, but I don't know. All uh, right. Uh, that's the Omicron update. So uh, here's what I'm doing. But I'm going out you- to visit the grandchildren. Wow, I canceled my trip and you're going on yours. Okay. Yeah, I mean, after four uh, vaccines, so it'll be two weeks after the fourth vaccine when I take off for L.A., I, Mm -hmm. you know, I I will be as protected as I possibly could be. So unlike a lot of people who don't want to get sick, I kind of realize the only way around this virus is through it. It's sooner or later, yes. Sooner or later, and by the way, I don't mean this for. I feel very sad for anyone immunocompromised in in a serious way. You know, um, you know, transplant uh, people and people for who are taking immunosuppressing drugs, because this is not good news for them. Hopefully, the good news is that Omicron is very, very weak and less severe, and they will have won the battle, won the war. Uh, by not getting anything until Omicron. I
1: got a question for you, cowboy. <laughs> sure. Are you flying into LAX or John Wayne in Orange
4: County? I love John Wayne Orange County Airport. It's a great airport. It's a little All too right. far well, from Keith, so I, don't I think I might wearing... go to Burbank. Burbank's
0: oh. handy.
1: Yeah. Sorry, John oh. Wayne. Just saying, don't wear one of those wussy masks in my airport. That's right. Pilgrim. Are you
0: flying first class, Mr. River? Um, is that important?
4: <laughs> Ooh, oh, he's waffling.
1: Notice that. Notice he deflected. What
4: does that mean?
1: Um, yeah,
0: I do that. Clearly not spirit. Yeah. Yes. Well, and they don't fly okay. that often, so yeah, that's true. I, I didn't well, not, before, I, but yeah. I thought you were going to f- fly first class just
4: as an additional safety cushion
0: less people are. i don't
4: think of it that way i think of it as i hate flying and i'm only going to do it a couple times a year so i'm going to be the least miserable i can be and it's clear across the country it's not like you know yeah it's not a puddle jump yes yeah, so if it's a puddle jump i don't care plus i'm cheap and i don't want to spend it if it's a puddle. Jump. <laughs> you got enough points you probably yeah. do it. Oh, probably all right points. uh let's move to some other things that we were going to talk about today shall we
0: Okay. Sure. I just, another quick question. I actually had this discussion with a mutual friend, Mr. Davis. We were talking about, as you know, he's got, uh, what is it? What does he have? A a Bolt? A Chevy Bolt. Bolt.
4: He has an electric car, yeah.
0: So we were talking about have you mapped out the recharging stations?
4: Yes, I have. And I've made a a decision since I uh, spoke on the podcast last week about buying a Tesla Model Y and planning to drive it across the country. Mm-hmm. Here, here's how I'm going to do that now. I'm going to drive it to a tractor trailer truck. <laughs> I knew it. I, I knew I it. Know it. I know you are going to.
1: You know it why? It ships it across the country. Why? I, I had read some stories where, when you, when you get to the middle of the country around Texas or so, you've got traditional pickup trucks that don't need electricity plugging and parking in the, the charge spots. So that the electric pickup
4: truck movement can't be (laughs) taking over America. I would believe that. Um, You would believe that because you're a liberal and you want to believe that. (laughs) I get it. Um, it, it, uh, By the way, I've been meaning to debunk that story. Is it true? uh, Pickup trucks. I've got to check this out in real time. Because every time I hear something like that,
3: Mm -hmm.
4: I think, you know, it's clickbait. Clickbait. EV, are blocking EV chargers. What do you think I'm going to find? Anecdotal evidence. Uh, is it true pickup trucks are blocking EV chargers? Uh, businessinsider.com says yes. Oh, but it doesn't really give you information. Look at this. Now, how many of you took journalism in school? Um, I did. Well, not journalism. Journalism, journalism basics, yeah. yeah. Recent reports... Of large trucks blocking Tesla superchargers, which means that this business insider didn't do the reporting, got it from somewhere else. That's a red flag, by the way. Mm -hmm. And anything that goes viral frequently goes viral because you'll click on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. One Tesla owner said a group of truck owners harassed them in the parking lot of a Sheet's convenience store in North Carolina. You got a convenience store called Sheets in North Carolina, and that's not the story? You better
1: get
0: your (laughs) sheets together, you
4: guys. Rename that store. You got some rebranding to do, man. Okay. So, uh, Tesla drivers are reporting a spate of icing, an acronym for internal combustion engines blocking superchargers. A spate. How many is a spate? Any idea? I don't know. Hey, a spate is a spate. (laughs) Yes. A Reddit user named Lysena. Oh. Well, there's a thoroughly <laughs> tested source. Someone on Reddit named Lysena Lycina. <laughs> said in one instance, by the way, a listener emailed me this, so thank you, sir. And I'm glad yes. that you brought this up. A group of trucks blocked all the charging spots while chanting F Tesla before being asked to leave by an employee of a sheets convenience store in Hickory, North Carolina. Hmm. No pictures, no film, nothing, right? No, no, no. no this video. is Reports Say. Reports Say, yeah. Uh, Sheets had this to say We are proud to offer a wide variety of fueling options, including one of the largest networks of Tesla superchargers. Uh, parking spots with Tesla superchargers are reserved exclusively for those charging their vehicles. So, interestingly, if this even happens, and I'm sure it's happened a few times, just enough to make enough clickbait, right. mm-hmm. um, these people are breaking the law. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, so was January 6th. So, I mean... Doesn't <laughs> <then> stop them.
4: <laughs> Sorry. Another, Another Tesla it. owner reacting to this story in Bristol, mm-hmm. Tennessee, said they spotted a Dodge Ram truck blocking a charging spot. Hmm. They may
1: have not, not have known it was a charging spot, but that was conveniently now, left out of the story.
4: Actually, no. In the story, it also says the Dodge Ram truck took the charging cable and attached it to their bed mockingly. Like they're charging their Dodge Ram truck. <laughs> that's, that's actually. And this one has watched. a picture. It's a good picture. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's a. Pi- okay, it's a picture on Reddit. Yeah, exactly. Someone pulled in, took a picture, and posted it for right. clicks. Yep. Some of the stuff is so contrived you can read right through it. Oh, all right. So that's the first thing I saw. Let's see if there's any other
1: stories. You know, I think of you getting this electric car and having to plug it in. I think of when I moved out to Winnipeg, where you have to plug every car in in the middle of winter. Mm. And as somebody from the East, I was not used to that. So I'd get up to do the morning show and drive away at 4.30 in the morning, forget to unplug the car, back out of the spot, and then roll over the oh. extension cord and rip the, <laughs> rip the block heater and the battery blanket out of my front grill. Oh. So, yeah, I spent a lot of time with Canadian Tire replacing cords. <laughs>
4: So it's uh, there's a term for it now, because if you give it a term, that will cause more people to yeah. copycat and do it. They call it and you, icing. Yeah, and you can hashtag, yeah. yeah. In- internal combustion engine uh, charging station. The act of physically blocking Tesla supercharger stations with gas-powered vehicles, also known as icing, is on the rise, says carbuzz.com. You wow, that's They're enough. trying to make clickbait, do <laughs> the- you?
1: You don't know. Not with Carbuzz. Yeah. (laughs) That's so innocuous. Uh,
4: Hold on. The On the Rise part has a a link so I can see what story it's quoting. And it's quoting another story from Carbuzz.com. So according to Carbuzz.com, Carbuzz.com says. Anyway, this is the kind of news (laughs) that's just its so manipulative. Uh, I didn't see anything like that. I saw a bunch of supercharger places. The reason I'm uh, not driving back. It's arduous. It's a hard drive in the winter. Yeah. yeah, No matter what your car. Summer is one thing. Yeah, and if it was summer, I definitely would have enjoyed it. But I, the more I thought about it, and I shipped a car across the country before. It was about twelve hundred bucks.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Cost uh, you that in gas? Well,
4: electricity. Well, no, it won't cost yeah. me that on electricity. <laughs> That's the thing I was looking forward <laughs> was part to. Of the reason you were going to do it. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. electricity. Every time you fill that thing, it's like five or six bucks in the supercharger. Wow. And you know, so it might have cost me forty or fifty bucks to drive across the country. But I'm not. But
0: that's still a what is that? Two hours to supercharge or twenty minutes? (sighs) Full tank. Two twenty and one ten. Okay.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, it's actually um, the car gets to an eighty percent charge in about twenty minutes. Oh wow! Enough time to use the bathroom, perhaps number two, which I can And get you to have... the
1: middle of Nebraska where there's nobody
4: anywhere that can charge you up. <laughs> oh, that's not true. I know, I'm teasing. <laughs> okay, hold on. Tesla supercharger map. You'll
0: break down somewhere near the world's largest ball of twine.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Which is a thing, a real thing. I'm going to enjoy being razzed for having an electric car because I know it's just jealousy. No. There's uh, superchargers everywhere. Now I'm looking, uh, what did you say, Nebraska? Yeah. Let me look, Pittsburgh. I'm I'm scrolling across the country on Google Earth. Indianapolis. Wow, they're everywhere. St. Louis. I'm getting close to Nebraska, right? Do you know there's a Springfield in every state in the Union except for Hawaii? That the way that America <laughs> likes it. <laughs> Just pretty. All right, Cheyenne, where is Cheyenne? That's Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming yeah. I went too far. Uh so all right, here's uh what 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 town is this? It's a big city. North to Nebraska. He'll go north. Yeah. So what happens is in every big city, it looks like there's three, four, five, six, seven of them. And then there's an occasional stray one along the way. <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, you could go 330 miles on a charge. So it's you're not going to not be able to fill it up. Good. Okay. I had other stuff but thank you for bringing that up. That's quite right. I love being tormented. All right. So
1: why are you saying that fingerprints can't be used on phones anymore? I Oh, I, I mentioned can... that to you. I use face now actually.
4: Yeah. So um Apple came out with the fingerprints on the, to open your phone and the button which which I liked with the iPhone, but they no longer even have the button. No, they don't. Not on my new one. No. So um why did they uh, do away with that?
1: Because people
4: the, people were being fished
1: into giving their fingerprint as ID.
4: Yes, it was always a terrible idea. Yep. Um, like the same thing you do to a murderer to put him into a database so he can be hunted <laughs> down for the rest of his life. You willingly do with your phone to get ten yeah. percent off on a on a case of motor oil. I don't get yeah. it. At the same time, <laughs> yeah. logging into your bank account. Yeah, it was always a bad idea. Uh, and the other day when I was setting up my new phone, I realized, oh, there's no, it's not nagging me to do the fingerprints anymore because it nagged me. And in fact, my phone had this red dot that says, you haven't finished setting up your phone. Put your face in front of the camera and let us read it. Yeah. And, and now it wants me to do facial recognition. Yeah. Because China wants to know who you are. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Um, you know, hold the phone up to my face. I have now seen too many Netflix and pay cable series.
1: (laughs) Where the the dead guy... Where the dead guy... Pull his eyes open. Pull his eyes open and hold the phone in front of it. Move away from the TV rivers.
4: Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I figure that's more incentive to murder me. (laughs) Well,
1: mine won't even read my
4: face if I have my glasses on or my hat Is that right? Okay. Yeah. So anyway, this is your devices trying to essentially destroy—privacy uh, is pretty well destroyed already. Anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah. they're trying to—your um, data is so valuable, and the reason your data is valuable is because—and and the more things change, the more they stay the same. Look, advertisers have always been able to hack human behavior yep. and do things— that get you to do predictable things in response that make money for their client. And that's how we increased our time spent listening and quarter hours. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) And and so this is not, it's not a new thing, but what's new is that computer algorithms, learning algorithms that learn human behavior Mm -hmm. are learning more about our psychology and how to make us and hurt us into doing things Mm-hmm. Then it's possible even for humans in a higher education, uh, learning you know to keep up uh, with university them. to learn because we yep. don't. Th- and I hate to say this because it sounds science fiction, mm-hmm. but the machines are getting smarter about manipulating us than we can get uh, avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, and I and by the way, I don't believe in the world of Wall E just yet, where the machines actually become sentient and take over are yeah, we don't have barn doors for eyes either right yeah. worse than that worse than Wally is the fact that it's psychopathic billionaires yeah who control what the, these things do and and, and sociopathic maybe not psychopath although yeah. a psychopath can wander in there easily yeah uh, there's something I'm gonna say this it might be slightly controversial okay to me to be a Billion, and I don't hate all billionaires, and I think they do a lot of good for society. Some uh, do, yeah. But to me, to be a billionaire, you got to be a little bit of an obsessive compulsive sociopath.
1: But do you, can you be? Do you have to be both? Can you not just be oh, obsessive compulsive
4: and good business mind? No. in other words, could Mother Teresa have stumbled on a real cool <laughs> social media platform and become a billionaire? No. <laughs> Mama tease. Yeah. Um, I, I'm reminded of a story. I was with my agent once, uh, Paul, yeah. who would yeah. love me if I retell this story. And, I, and I'll, I'll change the names to protect the billionaire. Okay. But he and I were—and and I had so many interesting times with him. It's, you know, he's, he's a serious agent who has done— Hundreds of millions of dollars. A uh, great track record. Yeah, uh, amazing. Uh, he may have even done a billion dollars with. I don't know how many deals he's done. But one time when I was in between jobs, and he got me to the next job pretty quickly, we visited a billionaire mm-hmm. on a ranch in let me change the name of the state, uh, Wyoming. Is or it Montana. an oil man? Is it an, was it an oil man? No, it was a, it was a billionaire who owned broadcasting. Okay. There's only a few of those. That's true. I know who you're talking about. You do, don't you? I think so. Yeah. I should have made it an oil man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I had lunch with him in this billion. And he was just like, hey, this guy's here. I'm going to have lunch with him. You want to come? And I was like, sure, I'll, I'll watch a CEO who you know, owned a, a broadcast empire worth billions. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, a little
1: TED talk is what you're saying.
4: I thought, well, it's always interesting to me. That's why I listen to that all-in podcast, because there's like four billionaires yep. being real with each other for 90 minutes. And right. it's just fascinating. Anyway, so we're sitting there, and we're having lunch. And um, there was, you know how when you're having lunch outside, every once in a while in, in the summer, there's a like a, a yellow jacket. Yeah. An annoying bees.
1: Yeah, they'll just hang up.
4: And it's just annoying yeah. And um, so this yellow jacket Landed on our lunch table mm-hmm. And we were having this really Casual conversation with this guy uh, About Billionaire stuff I can't <laughs> say anymore <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay Anyway, all of a sudden when the Yellow jacket landed Maybe a foot <laughs> from his place plate mm-hmm. He lifted up his Fist and he went Pfft. And And that's when you learn. And he crushed it with his bare fist. Which is really dumb. Yeah. And Paul just looked at me and said, that's a CEO move. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, you're an inconvenience to me. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you're alive.
3: <laughs> it
1: doesn't matter that you, that you have keep us keep the planet alive with you and your brothers by fertilizing everything
4: that we eat. <laughs> uh, you mean, instead of fertilizing, you mean pollinating. Not fertilizing, pollinating, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Misspoke. It yeah. wouldn't matter if it was fertilizing or pollinating. <laughs> and, yeah. and I sort of never forgot that. And, and uh, years went by and I watched, um, you know, how Steve Jobs acted at Apple. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk yeah. with Tesla. Also known that and, that. and and by the way, I'm not I'm not putting them down, but I am saying that they are bulldozers mm-hmm. of human energy and their and their task of getting wealthy and getting wealthier and, and making their vision happen. There's like there's never enough money. I call it focused, Bob. They're focused. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah focused. Mother Teresa, though, was focused <laughs> yes. in a far more no. b- benevolent way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. but she would stop to help someone. <laughs> yes. Anyway,
1: yes. Um, yes. and so like you could easily become the bug on that windshield
4: if you get if you cross someone. Yes, like we're that. all bugs yes. on the windshield if we're in yeah. the way of a CEO. <laughs> That's correct. That's exactly you, right. Never piss off a rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I'm saying about This artificial intelligence, this learning artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. that can move human emotions and cause human behaviors getting more and more sophisticated is Mm -hmm. not that the machines are going to rise up and work against us. It's that the doctor, well, I'm going to say it, the doctor evils are going to eventually, you know, not every billionaire is a doctor evil. I mean- the guys I listen to on the All In podcast are pretty nice guys. Oh come on, Scott. Yeah. But but David Sachs has got a little touch of the Doctor Evil.
1: Yeah.
4: And and they all, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to their startups and making them go, um, they believe that in that capitalism of destroying the competition. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they think of the competition as people who are going to get laid off and have to go home. They just no. think that's a normal. Again, you were a yellow jacket. You landed next to my food. Sorry, I'm top of the food chain, and you happen to be in the way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and again, I'm. I hope I'm not being too preachy about it because I'm. I don't hate billionaires. Like I'm going out to pick up my Tesla, and I've got my brand new iPhone. Yeah. So oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what birds of a feather? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. Uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Oh, Are you,
1: s- Have you voluntarily downsized to the Tesla from the, the, the top model or no? What do you mean? Well, I'm just I'm trying to segue into your next bit.
4: <laughs> oh, which was uh, Co- I gave companies him. Companies the...
1: never down, downsize voluntarily. Oh, uh, uh, I'm just oh, oh to...
4: another thing about CEOs and companies. Yes. Uh, companies never, uh, there's things, anything that makes money never willfully gets smaller. In other Mm. words, companies uh, have to boost their quarterly profits. They never say, my, we're a little bit too big, and we're crowding out the competition. With the exception of aging porn stars, right? (laughs) I don't think
1: they have a choice, (laughs) actually.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Although there's a fetish for everything. Um, there is audience gets smaller. Uh, So so one of the things about our supply chains and our infrastructure and all of that is that, um, and we touched on this when Sean was on, is that... Um, The killer instinct, the predator instinct of capitalism has been a good thing for us in that it creates competition. And when competition is on a level playing field, it keeps prices competitive and companies fight over offering us value but as sean indicated when the playing field is no longer level and that's what the economic pressures of a pandemic have done whoever's got an advantage still has that same killer instinct Mm -hmm. and we are the yellow jackets (laughs) next to the tuna club sandwich sad but true and that's the way it goes so it's it's going to be a little A little weird. Moving Uh,
1: on with the busy buzz buzz
3: show.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing about most people, and myself included, by the way, until this pandemic, I paid no attention to the idea of supply chains or the infrastructures that made our high standard of living possible, or the just on time delivery of parts and services. Invented in Detroit, as I understand it. I didn't. I didn't. That's right, actually. Mm -hmm. I didn't care where the nickel. The little bit of nickel that goes in my iPhone came from or where the lithium-ion batteries were manufactured. I don't care nope. about any of that. Nobody cares about the strip mining. People who... Strip mining? Yeah. No. When I bought my wife a diamond, I didn't really think about how, <laughs> it how Could be blood was. all over it for all you know. <laughs> I didn't. No. Because we care about our own comfort. That's true. And in America, we even think that our comfort is a basic human right. And that if someone else wants to live here, they're going to cut into our standard of living. So you have to put up a wall to keep them out. For the oh. la- of, the, of the land we stole. Uh, of the land we stole from the natives yeah. whom, we mur- <laughs> whom we murdered and raped. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, and this is, and I'm not putting us down. Um, this is the tribal, basic, savage nature that's in our DNA of our species, which we work hard to try and move in to create something called civilization, it's just a lot more fun not having to shoot at people and stab them and be bloody all the time. Yeah. So. Uh, dog eat dog I could do, but uh, kill or be killed is a little far for me. It's tough, yeah. So we kind of <laughs> like you know, our standard of living. We don't often think about the fact that our standard of living is empowered by essentially... Cheap labor, other human others. slaves, yeah. in other parts of the world that do our bidding because we put the they have economic pressure on them and they don't have the leverage to do as well as we do. So,
1: are you afraid of China becoming jealous and uh, taking down our grid and coming after
4: us and all of that? Or is that no, just... I I I, wor- I I think almost everything you read from the Pentagon or from the military about. Us being mad at other countries is all mm-hmm. manufactured propaganda for the industrial military complex. For the industrial military complex, and to distract us from uh, what our leaders are basically controlling the rest of the world. Now, I don't look, know. something shiny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, Look, why would we be upset with China that just made me a really cool brand new iPhone? That <laughs> <laughs> is twice the price. I'm of wearing an some clothing that came from China. <laughs> That's why? Right, yeah. Why
2: would I be upset with them? They did it for.
4: Pennies on the dollar. You wouldn't want to follow it back to the source. Um, yeah. That's the
1: sausage being made is never a fun film.
4: <laughs> no. it's <laughs> just, you know, most of us, uh, and it's natural. It's in our yeah. tribal nature to think of our families first, our neighborhoods second, our cities, our states. Self-preservation. Our, our football team. What the fuck is up with the Patriots? To... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why can't the Seahawks win a game this year? The life, life would be so much better. Um, anyway, we think about that stuff. And, and, you know, our country. And then if someone says that someone in another tribe far away called China or Russia mm-hmm. is bad and we might have to do something, that's the paternal uh, mm-hmm. patriarch of yeah. our leaders. Uh, we go, yes, Dad, I guess you have to bomb that country. That's not the way
1: it, it happened in the films that I watched in, in grade school because they were they were you know not from the decade they were made a decade before and it was always the world tomorrow will be one where everyone <laughs> is in fine shape Socioeconomic mm. strata will disappear
4: and it didn't quite work out that way no and we've got a long way to go I mean it's way beyond our, our lifetimes you know it's not the, like in the next thousand years or so, if man is still alive, if women can survive. Can survive. They oh, f- may uh, thrive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, there's, oh, because the, the inequity is all, and by the way, inequity you know, immediately you say, oh, you're a liberal person you want everybody to have the same thing, that's socialism mm-hmm. blah blah blah, it doesn't work. Well, I, I, I think socialism the way it has been practiced is horrible. Um, it's basically rich oligarchs take all of the money and put not enough bread in the Local piggly wiggly in uh, in Moscow. Yes, that's bad socialism. <laughs> no piggly wiggly Whatever. In wah wah whatever they call it. <laughs> piggly wah wah. Great. <laughs> wow. Uh, <coughs> you know, and, and, and was, socialism is this term. It's also it's socialism like cancel culture, like conservatism. These are terms invented to herd you into particular voting blocks and, and to herd your thinking. Like, if you believe socialism is bad, then you believe that corporate rule is good because those are the people with money and you know I don't know Jesus had a few negative things to say about Elon Musk and my friend who killed that uh, (laughs) yellow jacket the money counters if God cares
1: about the sparrow surely he cares about you the yellow jackets (laughs) well
4: so I don't what do I know I don't know anything Um, but anyway thank you for asking
1: Notice that nobody disagrees.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nobody no does. Disagree. We've always got your back, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Zip
4: and I love you. So, uh, a couple other quick things. Oh, who here is a frequent flyer and gets frequent flyer awards? Zip? I have. I have, but I don't fly that much. Not, no one does in the last two years. All right. What other rewards programs do you belong to? Costco. Just, oh, Costco.
0: Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Zip. Just, just credit card, but that's miles.
4: You know? Oh, they They're give miles. you miles. And you can use yeah. those to shop. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I have. Okay. Yep. Uh, anybody go to Starbucks? Um, I have. Do you use the <laughs> app and do you build up points? No, I meet girls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he tr- he trolls. Like
1: a predator. <laughs>
0: I've been Did given you gift cards. Did you meet both
4: of your recent girlfriends at Starbucks?
1: Ah, that is true. That is true, both of them. One wow. in Canada, one oh, in
4: Greektown. What are the now, chances? How, how long have you and Lizzie? And I love Lizzie, by the way. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I right. didn't see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eddie, hey, it is good. Lizzie.
0: You'll enjoy it. It's interesting. What? The, uh, the mo- Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo's being Ricardo's? Is that a good yes. uh, show? Yeah. No. Who it the is. hell
1: knows who the Ricardos is that's 18 to 34 that's going to see a movie?
0: I guess you're right. Blue hairs you're don't right.
1: go to big theaters anymore. They stay at home in front of the big screen. Being the Ricardos is not at the movies. It's on Amazon Prime, right, though? I thought it was in the, in the houses. It well, was it, it in the been,
0: theaters
4: and streams. Yeah, si- simultaneous okay. release. Yeah, they're siloing them uh, simultaneously. Let's, let's get to that in a second, mm-hmm. the way movies are coming out. But let's finish right. with this uh, points thing. So this is another way that you are um, manipulated. Like everywhere we go, Irving gas station, Shaw's supermarket, um, Dollar Store, wherever we go these days, when you walk in, it could be Michaels, it could be what are the other Target, it could be anywhere. They ask you, "Do you have a rewards number with us?" CVS Pharmacy, uh, Rite Aid. Do you guys not participate in any of this? Oh yeah, CVS. uh, The thing is that it's a
1: ticker tape parade before you leave after every purchase at CVS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the uh,
4: and I don't want to give my
1: phone number. Damn it! So do you not? All right, that's interesting. Do you not participate in those? I have a tag on one set of keys, and I don't bring it anywhere because I just I I will just I will pay the full price. I don't frequent CVS for, for products for that reason.
4: Check and see if he's human. (laughs)
1: no the the coupon always expires in in 18 hours and i'm not going to use it
4: so uh zip do you do you do all of that stuff do you enter in all these places your phone number
0: you know i i used to but i haven't bothered lately i'm not a big fan of cbs at all
4: honestly so i think this is a female thing and that i might actually be a woman (laughs)
1: <laughs> no. You know it was good work, Bob. Yeah. No, because <laughs> I do it was.
4: everywhere, and my wife really is the person who got me started. No, Joe got you
1: started. He got your wife started too. I know Joe.
4: He's a subserver. Uh, well, Joe's the Joe's absolutely coupon clipper, but um, master. but no, this uh, Lisa predates Joe for cheapness. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Joe's not cheap. Yeah, I've been married to Lisa for forty years. Believe me, none, yeah. none of this is new. And uh, and today I went to Starbucks uh Mm -hmm. actually yesterday and i bought and and by the way to get to starbucks from where i am in hootenanny vermont (laughs) is a 30-minute drive
1: that's craziness why would you
4: do that because i would like and by the way this is the sad thing i don't even like caffeine anymore so i buy decaf
1: and you drive 30 minutes for decaf
0: what is wrong
4: with you rivers Uh, we'll we'll get into that and you guys could feel free to have a theory but what I believe it is, is that when I was in Seattle, uh, that's why I became one with the spores. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that stuff is addictive.
4: I don't know what they put in it. Of oh, the it, coffee grounds, and I have you know a Starbucks app, and the app calls to me and says, "Do you know that if you visit twice within the two next two days, we'll give you fifty bonus points." Order and so it. I go up there, and I'm going to c- confess to this, just like the fourth booster shot. Mm-hmm. I drive into Starbucks. I get my decaf almond latte with two scoops of vanilla bean powder. <laughs> and then I go do a little bit of shopping, because yes. in West Lebanon, New Hampshire is where we shop. It's a half hour away. Right. And then in 20 minutes later, I go back. And buy one for tomorrow morning so that I can heat it up when I wake up. <laughs> wow. And you know what? That's what? two visits. <laughs> that gives me my 50 bonus points. What is the 50 bonus points worth, though, Bob? I thought you would never ask. And by the way, this uh, I'm going to tell you this for Starbucks, but it works pretty much the same for yeah. everything, whether it's airline, frequent flyer miles, or whatever. Yeah. So uh, you earn $2 2 points for every dollar you spend. Okay. And my drink because I want Guessy it up. Yeah. Almond I want almond milk and I want uh vanilla bean. Mm-hmm. Is a $7.50 coffee.
1: Jesus.
4: Right off the bat, I should be considered stupid and throwing it I'm going to say, I drink black.
1: And I use it on the, I use it, I I wave my phone over the the shirt from
4: the Starbucks app. Yeah. So so that means I earn 15 points when I buy one. Right. And for 150 points, I get a free one. (laughs) So 150 points is worth. Seven fifty. <laughs> you following this? Yeah, but mm-hmm. how much gas did you use to get there to get the points? Let's let's not talk about that level of stupidity first. Let's stay right on this. <laughs> okay. So, in other words, when I put a hundred bucks on my Starbucks card, right, I will buy how many drinks? Ten. I'll buy fifteen drinks to spend that hundred bucks. Okay, and uh, that'll give me two hundred points, which is enough for one free drink, and fifty points left over. What it means is. I'm getting a 7.5% rebate on my 100 bucks.
1: Okay. It's, that's, it's a, that's a good a, rate. That beats most of the banks and most of the big
4: cards. That's right. Actually. It's actually yeah. closer to 9 Except yeah. that I'm pretty sure the CEO of Starbucks... Hold on a second. There's a yellow jacket next to my food.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the CEO of Starbucks knows how this works. Yes. And realizes that I thought I was putting something over on him when I drove through twice mm-hmm. in 45 minutes. And it's to get the extra points. Right. In other words, they could just charge 50 cents left for the coffee that cost them what? Right, yeah. Eight cents to make my seven dollar and fifty cent. But, but I don't know what it costs. It's a game. Yes. Well, yeah. no. It's artificially. Uh, it's intelligence. It's advertising marketing that has existed for a while. It's not this yeah. new AI stuff. Really, but they find ho- finally honed it, right? But they know how to manipulate human behavior. Yeah. There's this dopamine, dopamine involved. Lollipop. Yeah. It's a, it's a dopamine, dopamine lollipop, lollipop. Yes. lollipop again. Yeah. Ooh, I got points. What the yeah. fuck is a point? Ah, uh, it just means loyalty. Oh, what is loyalty? I don't know. It sounds good. I'm loyal to the New England <laughs> Patriots. I wish they'd win a game. <laughs> and so I thought about it today, and I was like, why don't you just charge me what you want to charge me? Right. Well, because then they wouldn't be controlling my behavior. Right. Of how often I come back. Now, here's an interesting thing about points, and the airlines do this all the time. hmm When I first got my Alaska, and I love Alaska Airlines, by the way, so this is not yeah. picking on them. Right. When I first got my Alaska Airlines uh, mileage card... I believe that a round-trip ticket anywhere was 10,000 miles. Wow. Now? That's, yeah, now it's like 100,000. Well, it really depends. I have well, to shop with my miles. Yeah. And how far my miles go depends on how empty the plane is. So, oh, wow. if I want to go to Fargo where there's no Tesla superchargers,
1: <laughs>
4: I might be able to get there for 10 grand.
1: You've got whole new param-
4: parameters to travel by if now. If I want to go to Palm Springs during high vacation season, <laughs> 100,000 points. No, 40,000, 50,000. Wow. In other words, what they do is these points and, and miles are like currency. Mm-hmm. When you earn them, the company, there's no guarantee. No. They, just like a rogue third world country, <laughs> Manipulate. can devalue their currency yes. anytime they feel like it. And they do. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another Often. horrible one for this is hotels. Um, my wife and I, uh, by the way, my wife and I currently have three quarters of a million miles with Alaska. <laughs> Jesus. You know why that is? <laughs> uh, where you stay. No, it's because every time I think of using the miles. Yes. It's more exciting to just have more
5: miles. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it feels like my 401K. They're growing. Look at that. And, and so I find I hardly ever use them because, oh, I couldn't get a good deal on those miles. Plus, I need to stay a gold member, you know, and if I don't buy enough round trips, I'll lose my status next year. So I can only use the miles when I've already traveled enough. You see what I'm saying now? That is, I am, seriously, I feel like a pig walking through <laughs> a pen on the way to slaughter. Yeah, I know. Up the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely. <laughs> and, and yet I do it, and I... And it almost feels like a bank account that I have three quarters of a million miles with Alaska, <laughs> and
3: you
4: know, I have. You know you're playing Monopoly, right? Yeah, you know, it's yeah. all Monopoly, uh, except right. Monopoly money. At least honest about being worthless. That's true. So, uh, and then with my IHG Holiday Inn card, hmm. Lisa and I are Spire Elite at Holiday Inn. Oh. Yes, Ooh, we right. are the toppermost of the poppermost. We're the top. <laughs> We're the Spire Elitist Holiday. <laughs> we have two hundred and forty thousand. Um, points. Damn. And it used to be about fifteen thousand points for an overnight stay. Yeah. And now, some hotels don't even offer it. If they're full enough, they say no points available. Yeah,
1: that's that. Yeah, and, and the restrictions oh. too around the holidays and any, right. anything that's
4: valuable for oh, travel. Yeah. Any? Yeah,
1: forget it. However, blackout dates. Blackout. If dates.
4: I want to go to and Zippel know where this is. If I want to go to uh, Route Fifteen. Just south of, uh, just north of Meriden. What's the name of that horrible town? In <laughs> south of Hartford. If I want to go to this... New Haven? No, it's is it south Middletown? Of... Uh, I don't know. It's a really gross Holiday Inn that's almost always empty. <laughs> <laughs> and i've it, been to connecticut why, why would i know where well is it the, is it you, the
0: bates holiday inn? because you
4: because you played as a drummer in a band Uh-oh. for so many years um, you should um, yeah uh. i'm sure i probably stayed there <laughs> stayed there anyway that one is fifteen thousand points but if i want to go to a good holiday inn in the city yeah. mm-hmm. 40 50 and some of them even say 50,000 points plus 100 bucks so what's what's a manhattan
1: holiday inn say closest to uh times square how many points?
4: Uh, if you shop uh, Express, if you shop and it's not a busy time, three or four hundred bucks a night. Points wise, thirty, forty thousand. Okay. Yeah, too well, that's, much. Not so bad. Too much. Yeah, no, I, I won't have... use my points. Screw you. I'm going to save my... <laughs> and by the way, they know what they're doing. Yeah. That's like a gym club membership.
0: Yeah. So it's not just based on the actual cost of the well, the cost of the room no. fluctuates no, It, no, it, it too fluctuates too with, with it used uh, to,
1: yeah. supply, supply used to. and demand. It sounds like.
4: So, I, I don't know. I, I, it's like an addiction that I know I have, but I, I, I don't want to quit because yeah. the dopamine is actually worth it.
1: <laughs> Even though they're playing three-card Monty with you? Well,
4: but every once in a while, I use the points and stay in a room for free, and that makes me feel orgasmic. Oh, yeah. So, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just I'm, saying, all of this stuff, and you all listening know they want your phone number. They want to give you points. They yeah. want to make you feel good. But it's all a scam to control your behavior. Mm-hmm. And it works. How much on your
1: Starbucks card right now, Bob?
4: I have $51.22. I'm looking at it. And I have
1: $18.20. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I know what to, I know what to get you next year for Christmas. <laughs> 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 A Starbucks card is
4: always yes. welcome. Are you kidding? No doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah.
0: what's what's killing me personally is subscriptions to softwares that I use, it's like Adobe. Oh, no. oh yeah, I hate that. And do you forget yeah. to cancel them? Well, no, I I can't. can't. Now I'm stuck. I can't. can't. Oh. No, because gotcha. I'm totally by the balls. Yeah. You're dependent. I can't. Yeah.
4: And, and by the balls, ha, ha, well, if it plugs into a USB port, explain that for me. <laughs> the,
0: originally, I was buying the discs, and I owned, right? I owned outright the current oh, version. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. And right. now. You know, and and it doesn't go retroactive anymore, and my projects won't open in an older version, and all the third parties won't work. It's it's brutal.
4: Well, if you have a
1: if you have a bootleg copy and you go online with it, it will signal the company that you own
4: it. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, uh, can I defend the software companies a little bit on that? Because, but just the subscription. How do you go from a legacy to a
0: subscription? And they eventually eventually will make that happen. In other words,
4: here's why. Because if a software company sells you a piece of software, they don't make it, and never sells you another piece of software right. again. Yep. they go out of business, mm-hmm. and um, and because computers evolve so fast, and software evolves so fast, eventually your software gets really buggy. It doesn't work anyway. Yeah, yeah. they have patches and fixes for that though. That they used to give us for nothing. Well, they still do some upgrades, but, but I, I'm all for the subscription model. I think um, that
1: sounds socialist to me. I don't know. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> uh,
4: I have a friend, by the way, Ben, who does a lot of music work for us. Yeah, I know where this has gone. About ten years ago, checked out of that thing. And what he did is he took his Pro Tools rig and his Pro Tools computer. Pro Tools is how, you know, you make music on it. Yeah. Digital Audio Workstation. Yeah. And he disconnected it all from the internet. And he said, it works just fine the way it is. Yeah. I am going to stay here in 2009
1: and you don't need the bells and was my copy of adobe audition is probably 15 years old and it does everything i needed to do almost
4: okay uh look out though
0: what uh, cuz they're not um if the you lose rate. your uh, the, my serial number doesn't work on the uh, my old originals anymore oh, yeah yeah really. let me tell you yeah. something else yeah. Ed.
4: Ben yeah. says the same thing. It does everything I needed to do, and then I go, "Could you bounce me out some stems?" And he goes, "Yes, but I have to do it in real time because this <laughs> this software only does it in real time." So, ten stems yeah. of a ninety minute program is going to take me a yeah. day and a half. Well, I know eventually
1: I'm going to have to pay thirty five dollars a month just to get the yeah. uh,
4: the update. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the here's the point. Subscribe to what you you know. Uh, there's a sign at a restaurant that has this big cheese table, bread and cheese play table, and mm-hmm. it says. Take what you want, want what you take. Yeah. Pick the companies you believe in and that you really get a great value out of their products and yeah. subscribe so you're keeping them in business. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you won't have as much as you want, but you'll be part of a team, much like the Patriots who can't win a game. And But that brings up another thing, though. And There was
1: another... Um CRM software, client relations management software thing that I, I tried to, uh, I, I, I ended up buying and subscribing to. And it, it was a cut and paste from a different program that they tried to make for voice actors, okay? And mm-hmm. th- it, nothing works properly. So I'm basically helping, I have to call them and have to change everything as I go. So as a subscriber, I'm basically a co-creator, but it's, it's a time suck. I want all the bugs done. Hey, I buy we
4: you. appreciate you calling our support line, but hey, <laughs> use our online chat, okay? There's someone, there's a bot that'll talk to you 24-7 on okay. that. I wish you all the best, right. Mr. Thank you. Whatever your name was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, so, uh, before we take off, I uh, wish everyone a happy new year. Yes. Uh, 2022. Indeed. And uh, Healthy. And a healthy. a healthy and happy New Year. If, um, like our uh, new Patreon that we mentioned earlier, you were feeling like you enjoy the show, if you went, if you got this far uh, and you'd like to help us out... You're
0: going to be delighted with our new subscription service starting <laughs> next month. <laughs> now,
4: it is it is voluntary uh, yes. to be a Patreon for this show because if we didn't give it away for free, I don't think we'd have enough of an audience. No. But uh, but for those of you who do subscribe, it's much, much appreciated. Uh, we're doing things like... Um,
1: if you'd like Winnie the Pooh to answer w- your well, cell phone. Every, <laughs>
4: uh, we make some improvements on the website and yes. uh, you know, send a little dough to Ed and Zip every once in a while. And uh, There's a, a, a good webmaster friend named Joe Moss who's uh, working on uh, our apps. By the way, we have an app. Uh, We have apps in the App Store for Twisted Christmas and Twisted Tunes uh, in the Apple iTunes App Store. But I'd really like to do an app for Android or maybe just a general app. Have you heard of web apps? Web apps. They run inside a browser and they look just like an app on your phone and you just make one web app. And um, and basically, everybody would have an app. They'd have access to, you know, all kinds of... Basically, on-demand Twisted Tunes is probably the biggest uh, thing. Got it. But um, anyway, if anyone knows how to, how to make that stuff, feel free to send us an email. You can now, always... Now, yeah. is there any truth to the rumor that
0: we will go visual here sometime okay. in Twenty. Yes, I'll, I can tell you this. Um, Schedule your surgery yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> the...
4: The Vermont telephone trucks were outside our house today, stringing fiber optic cable up our dirt road. After how many years of lobbying, Bob? I'm on my sixth year. (laughs) Uh, But to to be uh, fair, they didn't approve the project. They didn't get approval and permits. Uh, I think I signed a contract in March. Yeah. And uh, so this is December. Yes. And, uh, you know. Things take time when you need permits. Yeah, you gotta go through all the red tape, and there's a pandemic going on, and everybody is slammed. So the gears I'm, have been gummed up by. Yeah. So someone. I'm nothing but grateful. But very soon, uh, we're going to have enough internet capacity to uh, make this a combination YouTube as well as Spotify and Apple. Do they have account. to bury that cable for you? Or are they? Uh, yes, there's a whole stretch that they're putting it underground in pipe, <laughs> and then the rest of it is up on phone poles. So
1: he's, lay- he's laying pipe and burying his cable. Yep. Oh,
4: but it's very cool. exciting uh, for me. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> a Tesla, a new iPhone, and fiber optics. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. Totally wired. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And then that way I can keep in constant touch with all of the membership programs i belong to and look at all my <laughs> portfolio of hotel points and frequent flyer miles and starbucks freebies it's just put some
1: wonderful. eight by ten glasses with some circles and arrows on each one
4: That's right. all right so you all be well we'll talk soon we'll play a couple of twisted tunes for you thanks so much happy
0: new Year.
5: chicken wing my friend we cannot keep this a secret any longer bob and zip hey kids today we're going to learn about the world the world that's around us is pretty amazing but how does it work it must be complicated the secret is the world can only work when everything works together. A bee drinks from a flower and leaves with its pollen. A squirrel in a tree spreads the seeds that have fallen. Everything works together. The biggest elephant, the littlest fly. The gophers underground, the birds in the sky. And every single cricket, every fish in the sea, gives what they can and gets what they need. to the worms in the dirt that's how it works hey everyone look who stopped by to say hello it's socko hey where you been socko i've been where i always am when you're not wearing me on your hand in a frightening liminal space between states of being Not quite dead, not quite alive! It's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis! Socko, we were just talking about the world and how it works. Boy, that sounds complicated. Do you have anything you'd want to teach us about the world? I wouldn't say anything that you probably haven't already said yourself. I don't know about that, Socko. How about you give it a try? All right. The simple narrative taught in every history class is demonstrably false and pedagogically classist. Don't you know the world is built with blood and genocide and exploitation? The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production and the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private properties inherently theft and liberal fascists are destroying the left and every politician, every cop on the street protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite That is how the world works Really? That is how the world works Genocide the natives say you got to it first That's how It works! That's pretty intense no shit. What can I do to help? Read a book or something, I don't know. Just don't burden me with the responsibility of educating you. It's incredibly exhausting. I'm sorry, Sako. I was just trying to become a better person. Why do you rich fucking white people insist on seeing every socio-political conflict through the myopic lens of your own self-actualization? This isn't about you. So either get with it or get out of the fucking way. Watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> Remember who's on whose hand here. But that's what happened. Have you not been fucking listening? We are entrenched in a- right, oh, Wait, all wait, right. wait, wait. No, please! I don't wanna go back! Oh, oh, I can't go I can't go back. Please. Please. I'm sorry. Are you gonna behave yourself? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. Look at me. Yes, sir. That's better. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. I hope you learned your lesson. I did and it hurt. That's how it works.